Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to our Saturday morning podcast. Last week, finally got back on track. Four and one of my blazing five. We now have R.J. Bell waiting, but first... If you didn't hear Friday, here's my Blazing Five. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins Blazing Five. Browns at Cowboys. I'll take Dallas minus five and a half. First, Dak Prescott against really good competition. Rams and the Seahawks, good numbers this year. He's always been a good home quarterback since the beginning of last year. His quarterback rating at home was 108.8. And their offense right now, number one in the league. But this is about the Browns' defense. It's allowed seven touchdown passes of 10-plus air yards this year, most in the NFL. I think there's a lot of points in this game, and I don't know if Cleveland can keep up because they're more of a running team. Cleveland's back end worries me. And what do we know about Cleveland? They beat Cincinnati with a rookie quarterback and Washington with kind of a rookie quarterback, if you consider starts. How good are they? Dallas, this is a major step up in competition for Cleveland. They went to Seattle and got down to the last play against the Seahawks and went down in Los Angeles. A pass interference call is the only difference losing to the Rams. I think Dallas is the better team. There's a lot of points. I'll easily swallow the five and a half. Cowboys win 33-26. Colts at Bears. Like it, I love it. Bears getting points at home. I think they're the better team. I think Matt Nagy, the coach, wanted to start Nick Foles three weeks ago, but the GM wouldn't let him. Matt Nagy 
gets his quarterback, Nick Foles, lets it rip, big arm, big games. This is the coach's kid. He wants this guy, and he went and got him in the offseason. How good are the Colts? They lost to the Jaguars and beat the crappy Vikings and the really crappy Jets. What are they? Good old line, old quarterback. And I worry because the Bears' defense is number two in the league in getting offenses off the field on third down. I think here I get a clever coach who finally has his quarterback. I get points. I'm at home. I like the Foles magic to continue. 24-23 Bears over the Colts. Seahawks at Dolphins. Favorite pick of the week, I love Miami plus six. Russell Wilson may save the day, but here's why. Miami gets three days of extra prep time because they were on Thursday night football. That is huge because I think it's a very good coaching staff, and staffs that are good take advantage of it. Seattle has the furthest trip you can make in America after dramatic wins. They've been in wildly dramatic wins over Dallas and New England. Ryan Fitzpatrick is very good when comfortable, and Seattle makes every quarterback comfortable because they have no pass rush. And the Dolphins are also playing clean football. One of two teams in the NFL that have not had a turnover in two weeks. Green Bay's the other. Dolphins' defense can get after you. The Seahawks' offensive line's a mess. I think Russell Wilson may come in and save the day late, but in warm, sticky weather, long trip for Seattle. I will take the six points. Seattle wins 27-26. Chargers at Buccaneers. This is a lot of points. I'll take Tom Brady and the Bucs minus seven. This game's about comfort versus discomfort. Tom Brady against the Chargers defense that's without Ingram, Derwin James. They don't take the ball away since the beginning of last year. Derwin James is their best defensive player. So you don't have two studs for them. That means Tom Brady getting more comfortable at home is comfortable. Meanwhile, Justin Herbert will face a defense for Tampa that gets a pass rush with only four, the first or second best linebacking core in the league. You cannot run on the Bucs defense. Number two in yards per play allowed in the NFL. Four and a half yards per play. That is it. Justin Herbert gets yards but has struggled in the red zone. Chargers settling for field goals. He will be uncomfortable all day. I believe Todd Bowles is the best current coordinator in the NFL. And I think Tampa has the best or second best linebacking core. Justin Herbert. The Chargers have only one of three teams to score 20 or less. Brady's going to be comfortable Justin Herbert's going to be uncomfortable, and it's the defense of Tampa that will decide the game, not the offense. It's the defense that will shut down and create turnovers for a short field. I'll take Tampa 33-23. Bills and Raiders. This is an easy one. I'll take Buffalo minus three. There is no home field advantage anymore, so it's basically a neutral field. I get the better quarterback, the better coach, and the significantly better defense. There are a lot of people that think Buffalo's a top-four team in this league. A lot of coaches are really on Buffalo. Their offense is number two passing. The offense the last two years, look at the leap in their offense. Josh Allen's emergence. This is now an elite offense. The Raiders' run defense is 30th. They can't get you off the field. Again, maybe if it's the second home game for the Raiders in Vegas and it's a wild crowd, it's different. But this is almost a neutral field. This is a Buffalo team that is well coached, will force, will force the Raiders to play real defense because they press the ball down the field. Buffalo wins this game 32-27. I think it could get worse than this. 
but it's at least this, 32-27 Bills. We get to R.J. Bell at pregame.com, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Last week I was kind of hot, felt pretty good. Uh, In fact, there was a pick. I like Cleveland over Washington, and my friend Jason McIntyre talked me out of it, which puts me in a bad mood. But let's not waste any time. I'm going to go to my picks. Are you ready to go, RJ? Yeah, you're, you're letting Jason talk you out of picks, Colin. He Come did. on. I know. <laughs> so let's start with this. I'm going to take the Bears, whether it's three or two and a half, and here's my reason over the Colts. First of all, the Bears' defense is second in the league on third down percentage. They'll get an old Phillip Rivers off the field. And I have questions about the Colts. They beat an awful Jets team and a really bad Vikings team, and they lost to the Jaguars. How good are they? I think I get the better clever coach. Nick Foles, very good debuting last week in Nagy's system. I'll take the points and the Bears winning straight out. What do the wise guys think? I'm going to give you agreement here. Now, the Colts have amazing stats. You make a good point about strength of schedule. Weak for the Colts, but their stats, they've actually outgained opponents by almost 500 yards in these games and by 28 first downs. And they're only giving up 132 yards passing per game, which is in – the 2020 amazing okay but the competition great question Nick Foles it feels like oh it was a foregone conclusion he entered the game he came back that's what he does at the low point for the Bears in that game they were 16 to 1 to win they were 16 to 1 underdogs so it was an amazing comeback now think about this you have an undefeated Bears team playing a non-undefeated team And the Bears are a home dog. The times that's happened in game where where there's been a 3-0 home dog, it's only been twice in the last 30 years. So it's such an unusual situation. You have a 3-0 team that's a home dog against a non-undefeated team, which tells me the Bears are getting no respect. One thing concerns me, though. If you look at it, the Bears in the first three quarters, 33 points total. In the fourth quarter, they've scored 41 So this has been about comebacks for them. Is that luck or is that just finally the game plan exerting itself? So I'm going to give you agreement because I think there's value, but I do think the Bears have to worry about they can't always come back at the end of the game. All right, I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys minus five and a half. Two reasons. The Browns' opponents wins over the Bengals in Washington. This is a step up in class. The other issue is the Browns' defense. Whereas PFF ranks their running backs number one in their offensive line top three, Their defense has allowed seven touchdown passes on 10-plus air yards this year, most in the NFL. They are weak in the back end. And Dak acknowledged this weekend he and McCarthy believe this is a passing team. And Dak at home, since the start of last year, leads the NFL in passing yards at home and is a top-six passer rating. I don't like the Browns on the road against a passing team they have hit and miss pressure. I'll swallow the points here. Cowboys by a touchdown. What do the wise guys think? Disagreement for me here. I believe that Dallas has finally proven itself. Their stats are not indicative of the truth. Usually, if the stats say one thing and the scoreboard says the other, I trust the stats that eventually the stats will prevail. But Dallas is now 19 games in, if you count last year and this year, and they're below 500, and they've had amazing stats the entire time. They look like an 11-win team in a 16-game season statistically, but they're below 500. I, you know, Middlecoff, the guy on your podcast network who I listen to, 
you know, former scout. He said Mike Nolan is the worst defensive coordinator in the NFL. Just He's just not qualified is what Middlecoff is saying. You look at this team, could they really stand Dallas having a bad coach? Apparently that was the problem in the past. I don't know if Jason Garrett was bad or not, but no one liked him. And now you look and think, well, McCarthy, what's he good at? Calling plays, right? Why isn't he calling plays? You've got a holdover from the last staff calling plays. It feels like a mess in Dallas. And with the Browns, I consider them, as you said, an elite running team. Dallas's defense is one of those 26-minute defenses where if they can play less than 30 minutes, energy-wise, they're fine. You let them get beat up a little bit by the Browns, I think second half is a big problem. So a disagreement, I will say this. If the Browns are within a touchdown in at halftime, I'm going to be looking to bet the Browns in the second half. I believe that's when they their physical dominance will hurt that thin, very thin Dallas defense. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. It's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, agreement and disagreement, one and one. My favorite bet of the week, the Miami Dolphins who played on Thursday get three extra days of rest and prep. That's big for a good coaching staff, and I think Miami has it. Seattle travels cross-country, probably loses a few hours of prep. The Dolphins' offense is one of two teams without a turnover in the last two weeks. They're playing clean. The Packers are the other, by the way. The Dolphins' defense, though, is getting to the quarterbacks. Four four sacks, ten quarterback hits in week, week three. And we know Seattle's offensive line is rated among the league's bottom three. The Seahawks also don't create any pass rush at all. They probably make a move at the trading deadline. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, when comfortable, is a very effective quarterback. I'm going to take the six. I think Seattle may win it late because Russell Wilson does that. But six feels too much for a good staff and a capable quarterback when not pressured. A very sharp play. Agreement here because this is not obvious, right? You're thinking Seattle less than a touchdown. A lot of Barney at the bar, as I call them. They're going to like this. They're not going to like yours. I like yours. Dolphins. Now, Seattle, they've given up the most passing yards in three games in NFL history. Fitzpatrick, here's the QBR rankings this year. Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Fitzpatrick. Number five behind those borderline legends, Josh Allen, perhaps. Okay, you mentioned it. The Eastern time zone, not usually a problem for Seattle. They've actually won nine straight, but this is a long trip. Think about going across the country, diagonal, all the way down to Florida. And Seattle's off wars. Think about that. New England, a war. Dallas, a war. And they're 3-0 Seattle against the spread. They've combined, though, the last two games, they've covered by a combined two points. So really, they've played to expectations. They've just been very football sexy games with with uh, Russell Wilson. I don't know how effective they've been, and we do know for sure, uh, above expectation, not that much. And we do know, like you said, Fitzpatrick, when he's comfortable, it's a great comment. So I think it's a high-scoring game, but I'll take the points. Um, okay, this is one of my favorite bets. Bills at the Raiders. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills minus three, and here's why. I think the Raiders' defense against the Bills is not close. Buffalo. Coaching staff will take Buffalo. Quarterback play, 
I'll take Buffalo. I think the emergence behind the offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball, of Josh Allen is pretty remarkable. I think the Bills, as you told me earlier, they may be one of the top four or five teams in this league. And, you know, the Raiders fly all the way back home. There's really no home field advantage now. You know, Mark Davis is not going to let any fans in, which is admirable. But then you're just telling me basically a slight edge, a neutral field. I think Buffalo's got the better defense, the better quarterback, and I think they have a better coaching staff. I think they win by a touchdown or more. What do the wise guys think? Agreement here. So, Bill's your pick. Agreement. Um, We mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and you thought it was sharp. I think it is very important that it's now the second time the Bills are playing a team the week after Belichick and New England. So the Raiders are a limited team. And and let's give some credit to Gruden. He's been able to coach them up in certain spots that even with their offensive limitations – They've done pretty well. But what does Belichick do so well? He makes you play left-handed, as they say. Go to your second option. And didn't have a lot of answers, the Raiders. Now, Bills get to see that game plan. Belichick did. And we got a very good coach in McDermott. I think that's a big advantage for the Bills. Josh Allen, in his career, his three top games, Week one, week two, week three. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. We're, we're, he looks like Ben Roethlisberger. And I tell you this, as a Steelers fan, that's a hell of a compliment. And I'll say this. If you go into the next-gen stats and look at his accuracy, the first two years of his career, Josh Allen was in the bottom five with expectations of completions and how many he completed, which is a play-by-play metric that they do a great job on. He's now in the top half of the league. He's never going to be the most accurate guy. But when you go from bottom five to top half of the league, that's a big, big step up. By the way, the Raiders, they've been outgained in every game this season. Oh, that's interesting. And they have exactly the same number of first downs as their opponent. This is a 500 team at best. Bills are a juggernaut right now. I like the Bills. One quick comment. These teams, six games combined. 6-0 6-0 and over the total, and they've been over by a combined 78 points. A lot of scoring probably in this game. Uh, f- but now we'll have a bonus pick, plus uh, let's go to the Tom Brady pick. Now, I've been riding the Buccaneers and been successful. I would prefer if this nine- line was 6.5. I am going to roll with Brady and the Bucks at home minus 7 against the Chargers, and here's why. Brady, first of all, has been great. He's won his last eight games against rookie quarterbacks, but that doesn't really impress me. Um, what impresses me is this. The Bucks defense, I would make an argument, is the best in the league. Um, they're allowing four and a half yards per play this season. Herbert is a young, young quarterback. And, and, and experience in the NFL is eight quarters. Todd Bowles, to me, has an argument as one of the top two to three coordinators in the game today since Kyle Shanahan became a head coach from being a coordinator. I think Tampa gets a pass rush with only four. They don't have to blitz. I think they have the most athletic linebackers, maybe second to the Steelers in the league. And the Chargers are one of three teams to score 20 or fewer in all three games. Why? Herbert's moving the ball. But red zone is surgical. That's where veterans and stars score. And Herbert's neither right now. High-scoring game for Tampa. And I think Bowles creates massive mistakes for young Justin Herbert, and the defense carries the day. I'll take Tampa minus seven. 
this proves one of the corollaries of our pod. The longer Colin does his analysis, <laughs> the less Vegas likes it. Biggest disagreement of the week. Now, we talk about look-ahead lines, which means a week ahead you can see what the line is. And you know what's nice about it? The only change, Colin, in that week is the one game, right? The Sunday game, probably. So the look-ahead line here was Chargers, four-and-a-half-point underdogs. So it's seven now, four-and-a-half it was. What's changed? Tampa Bay looked mighty good, no doubt, as a road favorite against a devastated Denver team by injuries. Devastated. Okay. And the Chargers, what? Oh, they looked bad against Carolina, no doubt about it. They were minus four in turnovers. That's That happens. That's lux. You can't overcome that. But if you look at the Chargers on the season against this Tampa Bay team, they have 190 more yards over their opponents than Tampa Bay does. So literally better by almost 200 yards compared to Tampa Bay and better by 12 first downs. The stats for the Chargers are better than Tampa Bay. And you mentioned Tom Brady against rookie quarterbacks. You mean Bill Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that stat didn't <laughs> blow me away. But I do yeah. think Bowles is really, oh, I, he's terrific. I, and, and you're con- I've actually really appreciated your thoughts on him because people see a guy become head coach and they struggle and think, oh, he's not a good coach. It's a different skill set. Yes. Mike Tomlin's a better head coach than he would be a coordinator. Some guys are technical. Some guys are leaders. Bowles is technical. I agree with you. Last thing, Brady, his QBR. 27th. Now we can, I mean, here is, and we'll do this every week that you pick Tampa or against them, is literally here is the all time leaderboard on quarterbacks 43 or older with wins. Venny Testaverde, two. Tom Brady, two. That's the end of the list. So literally, those are the two people in the history of the NFL, 43 or older, to win a quarterback. Brady is 43 or older. He might be Superman. But as they say, father time undefeated. He's 27th in QBR. I really like the Chargers. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. RJ Bell, pregame.com, straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio, 6 to 7 Eastern, at RJ in Vegas, Twitter account. Bonus pick time! All right, if I had a bonus pick, I went back and forth on it. I would take Detroit plus four and a half. Here's the reason. Usually the Saints are a clean team. They're now... Most penalty yards in the NFL. We expected them to be good defensively. They're tied for 27th in scoring defense. Well, at least they'll score, and they offer multiple threats offensively. They're 0-3 without Michael Thomas. It's a to-be-announced. This is 4.5 at home for a Detroit team that is usually in games and rarely blown out. Again, it's a number. If it's 3, I probably go Saints. But I would take Detroit feeling pretty good about themselves a coaching staff that has to win or they're in trouble, what would the wise guys say? I give this a slight disagreement. A lot of Sharps would like this, right? It's the less sexy team. You know, Detroit hasn't been playing great. Here's why I don't like it. First off, you make a good point about Michael Thomas. Steve Fezzik on our show has three players that are non-quarterbacks worth a point and a half. Michael Thomas is one of them, one of the three most valuable non-quarterbacks in the NFL. All right, so that's important. But here is the key to me to this game. In the last seven years, week one and two, so the very beginning of the season, yeah. this Saints team has been amazing throughout these years generally. 
But in week one and two, they've been three and eleven straight up, three and eleven, and two and twelve against the spread. They start slow. Yeah. Now in October, going back to 2015, the Saints, 17 and 0 against the spread, 16 and one straight up. This team, there's something about early in the year, and there's something about when they turn that corner, they get so so much better. Last thing, I'm gonna debunk. Oh, I've been trying to debunk it. The, it's like a tidal wave against me. This Drew Brees talk. I don't care about people who think they're scouts watching arm strength. I want to hear how he performed. Now, check this out. Last year, there was talk about Drew Brees and his arm strength, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say we look at 18 and 19 and 20. So three years and say, what was the worst QBR you've had, right? Meaning of the three years, let me see the bad year. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, his worst year was second. Drew Brees' worst year is this year but he's number six in QBR. Now, everyone loves Russell Wilson, right? He's next. His worst year was 11. Deshaun Watson's worst year was 18. Prescott, 17. Carson Wentz, 30. Now, think about this. These are the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and there's only two guys, right? Mahomes and Drew Brees that's been in the top six every year. In fact, only two guys in the top 11 every year, so if anyone's been super consistent, I know he's going to hit the wall at some point, but if this is his bad year and he hasn't had Michael Thomas for really, he was hindered that first game. He hasn't had him at full strength for the entire season and he's still got the six best QBR. I, I don't understand all the arm strength stuff because I'm not an expert at that, but his stats are as good as anyone's. How do you complain saints? All right. Well, um, I was four and one last week, so that therefore means <laughs> I'm very smart. <laughs> well, I agree about that. Well, I will say this: um, you know that Chargers Bucks one because I, I, you know me, I don't like big numbers. I don't. Um, the other thing I keep thinking about with that Chargers Bucks game, I want to revisit it for our audience. Brandon Ingram's out, the edge rusher, Derwin James, and I don't think their defense. I think I think they're an injury away from being a little bit of a mess on the defensive side too. But I do get your argument that Brady at this point is a highly limited quarterback who's still trying to kind of find his way around this offense. But they've been good. They've been good for me, and I think Justin Herbert's going to be overwhelmed at times by Bowles' schemes. But at uh, least listen, neither one's the Jets, so that's good. <laughs> well, listen. Finally, I was telling our audience actually that you finally let go of the bag of bricks of Sam Darnold. I heard the, you know, right and wrong. You really threw him overboard, and that was smart. I thought, finally. I thought Thursday, dis, dis, contextually, despite having nothing to work with, he was actually pretty good. Uh, but in the end, it's— Oh, it's, Colin, you've been saying that. You, I, I literally have heard you say, you know, there was that one throw in the third quarter— and he, he almost completed it, and I think that's the sign of him turning it around. I mean, at what, what point do you just turn it around? Well, I think you're going to have a decision in New York when you're the worst team in the league or second worst, and you're going to have an opportunity to get all th- two of the three and maybe all three quarterbacks, or do you take six draft picks with the two first you have this year and the two first you have next year, Lavian Bell opts out, so the Jets will have more first and second picks than anybody the next two years and more cap space, and do you just defend Darnold? It depends well, on the coach. If I get Urban Meyer, I keep Darnold. But if I can't get a great coach, which the Jets probably don't, then I probably need a superstar quarterback, and I go Trevor Lawrence. 
I mean, think about his fifth year option. They got to decide after this year. It's going to be my understanding is upwards of thirty million dollars. And think about that. Are you paying thirty mil plus for Sam Darnold a year ahead of time when they got to decide that? Yeah, I mean, these are again. If if I could get the draft picks and a great Lincoln Riley. I would stay with him. But remember, the Jets could not land Matt Rule from Baylor, and he's from New York. So you're probably going to get a second-tier coach, and Darnold with a second-tier coach, you forget it. Now, Trevor Lawrence with a second-tier coach is far more promising because I think he's the best prospect since Elway, even better than Andrew Luck as a prospect. Well, listen, I am. we'll start that argument soon, I'm sure. Trevor Lawrence may become great, but here's what you look at. He's played three games where he hasn't been a double-digit favorite in college. So let's say three competitive games. His completion percentage is like 50% in those games. So he's done well beating up on the ACC, not so well against better players. Doesn't mean that he won't change. So far, though, I think it's a lot of measurables, but not the performance. Good stuff, RJ. Good talking to you. Thank you. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.